Welcome to the Vlog Pastors Podcast, a podcast all about the stories and strategies of sharing God's love in the digital world. Now, here are two pastors that love to put a camera in their face and walk around in public. They are the Maverick and Goose of Digital Ministry, Jared Brown and Joshua Verwers. Yeah. That is right, everybody. I am <laughs> Joshua Verwers. This guy here is the one and only Jared Brown, and that means we are the Vlog Pastors, and you have found yourself here on Vlog Pastors Podcast, episode number 22. For those that are joining us live, make sure you give us a, uh, a like, give us a thumbs up, let us know that you're here in the chat. We would love to interact with you while we are going live. For those that are joining us in the video replay, leave your comments below. Who knows? We may actually select it in a future episode. And if you are listening to the audio replay, well, we love you and we're glad you're here because you're actually enjoying it. One of the ways that it was kind of intended to be listened to. And we appreciate your support. That was a very long intro. That was awesome, man. You see what happens so when I we like, like go live right out the gate and we're like, man, we're just running with this thing. <laughs> <laughs> the Maverick and Goose. Yes. The Maverick and Goose. Yes. That's right. I yes. think I need to get a new one, though, because the cup has made it back for the second week in a row. Um, oh, there we go. Yeah, I, I think we're going to have to. Quad goals. Yeah. Future future version of the intro is going to definitely have to have some of that uh, in. We are testing out a new feature. You know, today's episode, we're going to be talking about which video format should you be using, whether this be, you know, live stream, whether it be vlogging, whether it be podcast, you know, a video podcast. And we're going to be talking about that. But actually, today is kind of the perfect day for us to talk about it because I use Ecamm Live for, you know, all this live production. And that means that today, Ecamm Live actually just released in beta a guest feature. So prior to this, we've been bringing in Jared via Skype, but now we're bringing in Jared via Ecamm Live's built-in guest feature. And it's working pretty good. Uh, the only issue we had there, Jared, right out the get-go was that normally when we're doing the countdown, you and I can talk to each other, but we just heard yep. the music like everybody else However, then Which I found a, a little thing up here for my output. Because I have the pro plan, I also have an audio monitor. <laughs> and once I clicked that, all of a sudden it started to echo. So I need to play around with the audio monitor because I would venture to say I could probably hook that up. Um, and then I would be able to hear you and you should be able to hear me, even though those that are live wouldn't necessarily hear us. And it's just fun for us to, you know, do stuff like that and talk without and we get to try it out and see if this is going to beat skype because one of my issues being in the country is i drop signal on and off on and off and so so far thus far it just pixelates and makes me go crazy right yeah Which I, we'll I haven't heard an occasional audio glitch but it's not like the audio gets completely shut down which is what we've had in the past um gotcha. it, it has a tendency of doing that so um yeah so far. So the whole the point of Ecamm, or at least the benefit, one of the benefits is that you can bring multiple people on, right? So in theory, yes. if you're in the live audience right now listening to this, one day you could possibly be brought on the show off the cuff. Yes. <laughs> he says as he hates it, thoroughly hates the idea. But 
in theory, like we can bring in multiples. What's the, what's the limit to eCam? Is it six? So the limit that I have heard right now is four guests plus the host. And okay. so a total of five. Uh, so very comparable, people. you know, to, to what everything else is. Um, yeah. Cool. So. That means one day we'll be able to bring on all the vlog pastors that be, maybe. Yeah, and the, the fun one that I'm just going to have fun trying to test out to see if this works is whether or not I could pair a combo of Skype and Ecamm's call feature, Ooh. which potentially means I could have like 10 people on the screen at once. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I might need a new, P, uh, a new a Mac call for at that, that point. Though. Yeah. Yeah, that would just be for the sake of flexing, and that is it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just freezes as it goes along. Exactly. And then the chaos that would be trying to get 10 pastors to, you know. Oh, my goodness. Have some sort of rhyme or reason to what they're doing. I, I don't no. know. I don't know if no. that would even be possible. They would just be jabbering. Yep. Jibber a jabbering. Who do we got this morning? Uh, looks like Micah is sitting there. I have no idea what she has on there, but that says, hello, boys, and love the intro. At least it says Micah. I don't know if that's Micah. Maybe somebody has her computer, um, but there's a wave. Maybe it's maybe it's Genevieve watching one. from Micah's Chromebook. Um, <laughs> I, I love that intro. That's one of my favorites thus far. I'm a huge Top Gun fan, so that was, that was good. That was special. I didn't know that was coming. That was fun. Well... I am glad you didn't know it was coming, and I am glad it surprised you. Uh, and the one good thing is you were actually able to hear it this time versus yeah. all the previous ones you're you're typically not able to. So yeah, it's like a it's like a faint kind of rumble in the background. You can hear the the beat of the music, and then you usually tell me who it is. Mm -hmm. That's what that's what the experience is like on my end. But this time I got the full audience thing. That's fun. Yep, yep. Dun, and dun. Jared rocking headphones. Yeah, I'm I'm a little off of one ear right here. So these I just picked these up. This was a, a must. Uh, Bose noise canceling cue Ooh, okay. something 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 something. Well, I had some. I have an old pair, old gaming pair that I've had for multiple years, and they crack in and out. They're they're just, it was time. Yeah. And uh, we when we used these guys, little pro tip for you. Yep. These guys, you get a completely different sound. And when you use these guys, you don't get the fullness of it. So I yep. was having to edit with my little earbuds in because they're comfortable and they don't make my ears sweat. Yep. So I'd edit with those and then I would swap over to my big gaming set that crackles and pops and stuff to find out what my vlogs and what my videos were actually sounding like. And it was like, oh, I'm double editing the sound <laughs> on this thing. And my wife was like, just do it. We were in Best Buy the other day. She's like, just do it. You just did that job. I need this more than you need this because she's the final say. Right. Especially wedding videos. If she doesn't laugh and cry, they don't go out. And hmm. so it's kind of hard to laugh and cry whenever the thing's popping and crackling. She's like, these earphones suck. <laughs> <laughs> so now I got me a brand new pair. But the weird thing, I'm not used to noise canceling, so I'm probably screaming on this thing. I scream anyway, but I'm probably screaming. That's why you have to monitor my audio levels. Yeah, you're actually not. Um, I, you know, looking down, you're peaking maybe just a little bit, but that's on my end that I can control that. So I think your volume is about right. And and part of that is I think even Ecamm that is doing that, they're doing a little bit of audio processing in the mix of trying to make sure it doesn't get too hot. Um, they need to make you a, what, what's that called? Like a sponsor, an ambassador. ambassador. That's it, an ambassador. Ecam. Hey, Ecam, if you're listening, come on, come on. You know what's what. You may not know what's what now, but you'll know what's what. You'll in about know six what's months. what when all these pastors hop <laughs> online and go, "Wait a minute, 
Yeah. Ecamm, look at the affiliate dashboard I got. You know what's up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, I I absolutely love Ecamm so much that that is the only reason I have a Mac. Yeah. Like, that's it. I've used it to edit audio and video and photos a handful of times. I love my PC for that. When Mac works, Mac works great. When PC works, PC works great. It's apples and oranges. It's depending on your use case. And for 95% of the stuff I do, I go to PC because it just allows me more power, more flexibility. However, Ecamm is a solely Mac um, app, and it's worth it. I mean, it was worth me just, like, abandoning vMix and buying a Mac just for that. Um, so, yeah. I love so, did you I did you pick this up for the, the video side? Is Ecamm strictly video, or did you pick it up for... Tell me, walk so, me through that. Because that is what we're talking about today. Yeah, because we're kind of talking about which video format should you use, you know, and and on live streaming. And so Ecamm is essentially just for live streaming video. However, like any tool, it can be used in the hands of the individual in different ways. Yeah. You know, so like uh, one of the YouTubers that uh, my kids and I, for some reason, just love watching and I have no idea why uh, Jack sucks at life and all of his Jack sucks channels. And when he does unboxing, he uses like a butcher knife from the kitchen. That is not what I would consider a box cutter. However, that tool in his hands then becomes a box cutter. And so Ecamm in somebody's hands can be more than just video because what I often do is Ecamm will record while we're going live. And so I'll just take the recording, extract the audio from it. And then that's what we're uploading for the podcast because it's so much easier for me to use that uh, until I got my Rodecaster pro. And now that's becoming a little bit easier because I just press a button and I have it and I don't have to extract it. So it saves me one step, but yes, it can work. The main reason that I got uh, Ecamm was actually because of this right here. Thinking out loud with PJ waving at us, and I'm able to pull up comments on the screen and do that live interaction. Nice. I I remember going back when I was using live streaming when I first started out on the YouTube channel, and I was using uh, Streamlabs, uh, the Windows OBS version of it, and I love Streamlabs. However, the problem that I had with Streamlabs was it was pulling up all of the comments. And so I just had like a chat window and everybody's chats getting in there. And there were a few of the live streams that were starting to get hijacked from people and from trolls. And I wanted to be able to filter that. It's like, I'm not going to give you my airtime. You know, yeah, you can hop in the chat all you want, but most people are watching the video. And so I'm not going to give you that video real estate. Well, I remember seeing Diana Gladney using Ecamm one of the first times that she did it. And I loved it. And I reached out to Ecamm and I sent him a message and I said, any chance you're going to be making this for Windows? Uh, and their reply was no. <laughs> Just like <laughs> a flat no. And I was like, well, fine, I'm going to figure this out. So I went and I found vMix, which does work and it will give you that feature. Uh, but then we were having issue with vMix's built-in call. And the built-in call, we were having lots of issues. It just kept dropping mm-hmm. back and forth. And yep. so it wasn't um, as user-friendly and... I was getting ready to upgrade because uh, I figured I might want some more guests on there. And in order to even go up to two guests, then with the built-in feature, it was going to cost me like an extra $750. And at that point, I'm like, well, 
I could pretty much pay for an entire year of Ecamm's Pro version and buy a used MacBook Pro that will do it for the same price. So that's what I did. So yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's And great. it's working for you. You're, you're in the live stream space, you're in the recorded video space, and you're in the podcasting space. So if you were to pit those against one another, if we were to kind of grapple with that question today, um, what would you answer somebody who's coming on to digital ministry and they're, they're saying, am I, am I supposed to be in live streaming? Am I supposed to be in recorded video or am I supposed to be in podcasting? Which one is the best? Which one's better? What do you recommend? Uh, it really depends on why you're trying to do video in the first place. Like if you're it. not, if you don't want to do video at all and you just want to do audio, well, podcast, but even going with podcast, that's going to limit what you're able to do. So like you and I do vlogs as we would define vlogs. They're kind of a, a day in the life documentary type of a deal. Um, I've, I've used that reference of star Trek, you know, captain's log star date, October 1st, 2020. Um, and I would say that is how I see a vlog. I don't think that translates very well to just audio because there's usually a visual component of that. Could it be done? Absolutely. It would take a gifted narrator to be able to do that. Um, But I would say typically that's going to kind of eliminate you if you're going just podcast form. But then there's this video podcast, which you're able to do both video and audio as well. And I think that's when you start to have conversations and there are a lot more people leaning into video, whether it be on their mobile devices, whether it be on you know, their computers, whether it be on their TV, watching. I love watching like podcasts on TV and just to see the interview back and forth, to see those two people interacting with that. So there's that format. What would I use and what would I suggest? Again, it for me, it's going to depend on what is your end goal? What are you trying to do? Um, so like, and I'll use this example for our, my church. So my church, we have done live streams where it's essentially just the entire service, just press record and go. It's probably the easiest way to get your content out there uh, is a live stream because all you really need is an internet connection, a video source, and some audio source. And that could just be from here. And so I think live streams can be a great way for churches to one, get their services out, two, give updates you know, like up to the minute breaking news type of events that are going on with the church. So I would say that would be a good way to do it. Vlogs for churches. Honestly, I would love to see more ministers and ministries using vlogs, documenting something. And I'm thinking of like use cases, say your pastor's going to a conference. Well, have your pastor record a little bit of what's happening through the conference. So when they come back, it gives the rest of the congregation a little bit of an insight into that. Uh, One of my better performing videos is actually a day in the life of a pastor. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, people just like seeing that. Um, So I think that could definitely work. I also, one of my uh, ministry friends, uh, Brian Besser from Brian Besser Ministries, a little shout out for him. He used to do this thing on video or on uh, YouTube and on Facebook that I think he called it the... um, It was like the road chronicles or something like that. So he's got a traveling music ministry 
And he would just do little video updates. So he would just grab his phone and just here's an update from whatever city he's in, wherever he's at across the country. And here's what happened. Here's what's going to happen. Here's where we're going next. Um, Where did he house that? Did he house that on YouTube? Was it a full production or did he do it like an Instagram stories? No, he was doing that from on YouTube and I think on Facebook, he was just uploading the videos. And so it was just just raw. Like here I am in the in the van. We just got a little bit of editing, a little bit of editing on that. Um, And I honestly, I kind of I I loved it. I and I remember telling him years ago, you got to do more of that stuff. Yeah. And honestly, missionaries would be another one that should lean heavy into vlog because a vlog gives you a little bit of an insight. Josh, I'm so boring. Nothing that happens in my life is interesting at all. All I do is I go to church here in Mexico City and I talk to the people and I walk the streets and I hear their testimonies, their stories, and God shows up in cool ways, but nothing ever happens to me. So why would I ever film that? Yeah, that everybody believes that. Everybody believes that they're... Are Everybody thinks they're boring. At some point, everybody thinks they're boring. They think, okay, well, I don't have a good message to share. No, you do have a good message to share because it's your message. It's your story. And in the ministry context, all of our stories are part of his stories. And when we can see how somebody else is living out their life and their faith, it can inspire other people to do the same. And a lot of times it's in these simple mundane things where you can see God kind of show up and and start to just speak into somebody's lives. Right. So I would say, yes, we need more of that. And for missionaries especially, they're trying to raise support, you know, for their missions work. And a lot of times the people back home, they have no idea what's actually going out there. And especially in our current day and culture, we have two different demographics of people that want to help, you know, different nonprofits and ministries those that want to see a return on their investment and those that just want to partner with somebody making an impact. And either way, if you can show what you're doing, it's going to speak to both of those camps. So that's, that's something that I would really suggest is that, you know, those missionaries really focus in and start leaning heavily into that vlog to give it an insight into what it is they're doing uh, and how they're doing that. And so that would kind of be the the rundown of the three. I think it depends on your use. Me personally, we've done live streams at church. I do a lot of vlogs on my own personal channel, but I know it helps uh, with you know my church people. I know they watch them and they're blessed by them and it helps expand that reach even beyond it. And I've also done vlog style sermons during the pandemic, which was just mm-hmm. a teaching, but in a vlog format. So it was kind of going through a journey documenting a thought process with the teaching that I had. And my son and I are still trying to work out the details where we're going to be doing a podcast for our church. And it's just going to be conversations between him and I, two different people at two different levels on their faith journey. And that's interesting stuff. That's interesting to me from the get go. Just the, the age difference, the father son dynamic, like all the different things. Mm Mm-hmm. Different perspective, different, you know, different streams. I'm, I'm already tuned in. <laughs> yeah, it, it <laughs> would know? be. And you haven't even told me what kind of content you guys would cover, but it's just like, just talk. And that's the thing. Part of us, part of it is we don't even know what we would cover, but I just want it to be real and authentic and talk similar to how here's two pastors yeah. just talking. 
just having yeah. conversations about this, that, and the other thing. One day you get us and we're talking about the difference between live streaming and vlogging and podcasting. And then the next, we're talking about how to do communion with Doritos and Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by that. I still think it's a great idea. Um, hey, we got a few people hopping in the chat. Let's get this uh, some of these questions. Uh, thinking out loud with PJ saying, is your road currently recording this conversation? Yes. So I've got my road Podcaster that is recording the audio right now. Um, yeah, it's recording right now. And then it's also sending the signal over to Ecamm, which is how you're able to hear me on this beautiful sounding Shure SM7B. Brought to you by JoshuaVerwers.com. Um, <laughs> so you're able to hear all that. The link's so, in yeah. the description. Yeah, yeah check it out. Um, <laughs> I did just update like my my gear list. This did you? Yeah. So I had to, I, I realized that I didn't have everything in there. Like I didn't have uh, the Rode Procaster in there. I didn't have the new lights. Um, there was. Did you update it because you were, you were building your what Joshua stuff? Partially, yeah. Because that's going to so, need to be on point. Yeah, so I was updating guys, it for that as well. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen, uh, Joshua has a second channel. Well, third channel? What, what do you want to do this now? <laughs> fourth, maybe? <laughs> second, third, fourth. He has an additional channel to his inventory now called What Joshua, where he handles tech, tips, and tricks. Is that right? Good enough. Close enough? Three anyway, works for me. All the gear behind how to do all of this stuff, kind of some of the stuff that we talk about here on the live stream, all of that over on What Joshua, you're going to want to check that out. Hey, look, I did a plug for you. What do you know? <laughs> I find it fascinating. <laughs> I'm not subbing. I'm trying to like, I, I can't trick the algorithm though. I'm trying to discover it natively. So I'm not, I'm purposely not subscribing, but I am watching it. So it knows to filter you back up to the top. But I'm trying to figure out when you show up natively on my, you know, on my feed. So I hop back and forth between my wife's and my phone just to see whenever. To see when it happens. See when it happens. Because it's, I'm interested in that sort of thing. Geeking it up. I have it's no really idea. I have no idea how the discovery works other than they just start to figure out certain things. I imagine it'll click uh, after I've got enough videos out there that all of a sudden it has my name attached to it. And then that starts to hit on some of the big keywords that you're looking up for other videos that you're watching. Yeah, because I, I Googled what Joshua and that, or not Googled, I, I was searching yeah. in the search bar and you're near impossible to find. You're probably a hundred items down. Just yeah, to find I had to scroll forever channel. to find it. Yeah. Yep. But I, I wanted I to see how I looked in. Filter. Rise to the top. It's like yeah. the cream that rises. Have you seen that one, Macho Man? Yeah, it's going to happen because um, my, like the first video I had that really kicked off was the DJI Osmo Pocket Review. And that was on the, this channel. And that one still pops up in my feed on some of the channels that I'm not subscribed to. And it's like, I'll just search different things, especially when like DJI is coming out with things and I start searching it. And next thing I know, there's my face popped up and I'm like, man, that video again. So <laughs> anyway, uh, Diana Gladney in the chat, the one Diana. who introduced me to Ecamm and the one who introduced me to Ecamm's interview feature, which Diana, you will be glad to know that is what we are using right now. I am testing it out and I have some notes for the boys. Um, so she's saying, ooh, early morning VPs, guten morgen. Um, also she's saying missionaries should be the best storytellers because it's already a story in progress. Yep. All they have to do is capture it. Yep. A, a men. Um, yeah. Perkins family just tuned in. Heard you saying missionaries. Are you yep. Guys? We are talking about it. 
Um, Jen, uh, Eck, Jared, my life is boring. I have said that <laughs> more than once. Uh, I she say says, it every time I go to film something. Don't worry. You're in good company. And I'm sitting here, and I think it was actually Diana that was talking about Jen uh, or talking to Jen about being boring at one point. And she's like, really? You think your life is boring? You're homeschooling four children. You're a pastor's wife. You're doing network marketing online. And your pastor yeah. is also a YouTuber. That yeah. is anything but boring. Uh, yeah. So it's like all of that. I get to thinking about it. I was looking around my my town. Now I'm not as plugged in as I used to be on on the whole YouTube thing, but I'm pretty sure I'm the only YouTuber in my city, and that's with the college. That's thirty some odd thousand people. Yeah. That, that kind of gives you a little perspective. It's like okay, one in thirty thousand. Yeah, okay, maybe we got a story to tell. Well, and even when you when you think about if. If it was more of a, if there were more vloggers, even in that town, I mean, if you were walking down the street and you see a dozen people, you know, with their cameras out and, you know, recording themselves, even at that, each individual person is unique and has going their, to have own their own story, story and going and to be reaching yep. different audiences too. I mean, it's something yep. that thinking out loud is saying right here that um, finding a whole new audience in the podcast world. And then also seeing them heading over to the YouTube channel. They are benefiting cool. from the other. Uh, and, and that's... I saw that little crossover the other day. Yeah. And th that's something that I think, you know, is is something that we also don't realize. There are different audiences and people consume content in different ways. So we've got people well, that, that will hop in on this podcast because of yeah. the video function of it. Others that are just listening afterwards because, hey, it's a kind of the perfect thing for their commute, you know get half of it on the way there, half of it on the way back type of a deal. But Deb. then there are others that they just, they're like, you know what? I, I don't really want to hear what you have to say. Um, I just want to see your life. And yeah. that's perfectly cool. I mean, it's something that, that I appreciate. It's like, there are people that I watch that I will watch their vlogs, but I won't watch anything else from them. Well, we're going through phases I'll, too. As yeah. as consumers, because like we may watch, we may watch somebody's live streams for a while and go, man, they're really on it. And then you just you burn out. You're like, okay, I've, I've heard them talk about the same thing a, a million times. Now I want to see, so I want I want a change of taste, a little variety in there. And you go through a phase where you might like vlogging or they're more intensive creative pieces, and you're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It depends on the season that you're in for some of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, let's grab a couple other comments here, and then I want to get back into the the subject at hand. Sure. Um, so, uh, yeah, Diana, Shirley, Jen, who is the selfie queen and pose expert, has plenty to share in a vlog. I would agree. Uh, <laughs> so I would definitely agree. Uh, Griffin, Cindy, this is really awesome. The scene at 111 is my favorite. You have to most definitely film with the lit vloggers, bad friends, their hilarious friend group in SoCal. I might have to check that out. Appreciate you hopping in. Um, and then the entree woman, Diana Gladney back in here. Plus, even if there were more people in a town, it was no different than all three of us were at a live event and three of us had a different story to share when we saw totally. the exact same thing. Yep. Yep. And if you didn't know what Diana was talking about, uh, we all three wound up putting out these videos from 
um, what, what was, was it? that? Grow with video live. <laughs> almost call it value with video. Not the other I, one. I almost did value with video. And then I was like, wait, is it video marketing world? Nope. Nope. It's grow with video live. Uh, and that was out in Vegas last year, about this time, I think. Are you serious? Months ago. Yeah, man. 2020 is like three years in a row. Cause I was like, that was like what? Three years ago, four years ago. Right. Ugh, last year. Last year is when it was. So, yep. We should yep, do it yep. again. I agree. Diana should put it on. What, like, uh, Grow With Video St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and thinking out loud, dropping the hammer on this one. Isn't that why we have four Gospels? No. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That is kind of the perfect thing. Okay, so, Jared, let me spin this back on you as being a pastor who does some video for the church. Sure. When is a when would be a good time for churches to go into say live streaming versus vlogging or podcasting? Okay. So uh, knowing yourself, I hate that whole EQ thing, but knowing the, 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 what's that word words, help me words, <laughs> knowing the, the environment, knowing the capabilities, knowing the, um, the taste of the flavor, the seasoning of your bunch, know what you're capable of is huge because I would say what's true in the individual is true for the group. So for me, um, sitting here on a podcast, which is what it's originally intended for, I believe, a podcast yeah. slash live stream, you're going to miss out. I'm not a podcaster. I, my hands are constantly going places right. and I've got facial expressions and uh, <laughs> the majority of what I say is nonverbal. Yeah. So you're going to miss that on a podcast. You know, Joshua may, may have a monologue for five minutes or so. I'm just teasing for, for a while. And I'm going to be, you know, my face is going, my head's going, my hands are going, I, I'm bringing up props in the background. You're going to miss all of that on a podcast. So podcast would not necessarily be the medium for me. And it's true in the individual where I think it's true in the whole is knowing your crew. So if, if your church is, you know, is one of those real raw authentic you want to show all the nitty-gritty behind the scenes and you have a just a, a propensity to show all the nooks and crannies then go then yeah. do vlogging or yeah. go live if you've got some entertainers or you've got some folks who can really speak well you know obviously this <laughs> this guest excluded but you have some folks <laughs> that can that can hold down for it, then live stream or, yeah. uh, you know, some really interesting personalities or stories in the church, then vlog. Or, um, you know, if you just, if you have some speakers like Joshua, Joshua's voice and personality, I mean, obviously built for all, all mediums, but he's built for a podcast. Like you just want to, you want to put on a good set of bows, Q H C D D whatever <laughs> these are. And you want to listen to the man Just talking listen. to his sure SM7. Yeah, you, you want to you want, you want listen and enjoy that. So just knowing uh, knowing your crew, what they're capable of, what you're able to bite off on. I, I would say it's kind of like, you know, what platform do I choose to be on? Uh, I know myself well enough that I'm not going to be able to function well on LinkedIn at all. I'm not going to really be in on Twitter at all. Yep. Uh, Facebook is where, you know, my my friends and family and everybody is, and I do business stuff on there. But my my heart is in YouTube. I like making and crafting videos and creative projects that take a little bit of time. And the, anyway, that sort of deal. And my secondary is Instagram. And that's really the only lanes that I swim in. 
because I'm in video and it happens to produce some photography from time to time. So that's where I swim. And I think in your church, it's going to be the same. It's like, just pick one lane, do it to the best of your ability. Maybe have a side one that you have some, you're developing talent in and let them go with something. That would be my response for a church as a whole. That's that's good. I, I like that. Um, and I would honestly recommend everybody try all of them because you never know. True. So I, I came out of the gate with YouTube and I thought I'm going to do these talking head videos. Uh, now here to explain the reason I call it a talking so head is true. because I forgot all you're seeing is a head that is just talking. Um, and that's why I call it a talking. Head. I, I can't stand that. Like it takes everything out of me just to set here for an hour for, you know, this podcast. Um, and typically I'm just itching to push the the button on my uh, autonomous desk and stand up so I can move around a little bit. But to be confined <laughs> yep. in this little box, I'm like, get out of here, walls. Um, and I just want to, you know, kind of break out. So I didn't even realize this. My first vlog was my uh, youngest birthday. And I had just recorded a bunch of video of her birthday party on my phone. That was it. Just recorded it. And then all of a sudden I get back one day and I had been watching a few different vlogs, uh, seeing some Casey Neistat stuff. And I'm like, I could probably do that. And then I had that footage and I was like, I wonder if I can find like a little story in here. And so I just put stuff together and all of a sudden it worked. And it was one of my favorite ones because there was a story hidden in there that I didn't even realize at the time. I mean, it was like, this was, I think in February I recorded that and then I didn't actually edit it until May sometime. I hadn't even looked at that footage. And then all of a sudden, whoa. Yeah. So once I started and I did the first vlog, I was like, I love this stuff. And then, all right, let's try live streaming. I love live streaming. And the podcast portion of it is just a spinoff of a long live stream for me. I don't know. And I've tried this a few different times doing pre-recorded conversations and they're harder for me to do. And it may not even be because of the conversations. It may be because of the, the chemistry with the person that I'm talking sure. with. Yeah, and sure. that just makes it a little bit more difficult. And I'm, I'm like sitting on some as well. And because I'm sitting on those pre-recorded, but I just, I, there was something about them that I just didn't quite enjoy and I didn't like it. So I just didn't put them out, but yeah. I think everybody should at least try it and say, Hey, what have we got? What will, what can work? What could I do? And maybe there's something out there that I haven't tried that I actually enjoy a little bit more. And I'm so thankful that you did that process because fan from the get go, but you were sitting behind the desk and you got all the books in the background. I remember it's just <laughs> right. one, one in particular, and you're doing a Bible study and it's just like, I don't know. I'm not feeling it from this one, but I'm glad that you did it and found out that you wanted to get out and, and do something different because that gave us the, uh, the now infamous rock. Right. You've been hiding under a rock vlog, yep. which was fantastic. <laughs> I think that was the Kanye West one. Like, yeah. You, yeah, that's what it was. If you haven't heard of Kanye, you've been hiding under a rock and you like lift off the rock. And anyway, all the all of the fun that goes along with it. I don't think you would have known if you hadn't sat down and recorded in right. front of a bookcase like everybody else had done. Yep. yep. I, we got to. We, we got to try these things out. And I think those are important. Those There's still a time and a place for people to do that. Just do talking head videos. It's ne There is an audience for that. 
So go ahead and make it. And even if you're sitting here and thinking, well, I've got this idea, but it doesn't quite fit in live streaming. It doesn't quite fit in vlogs and it doesn't quite yep. fit in podcasting. It's, I don't know. It's kind of like an amalgamation of everything. Wow. That was a big word. It's kind Look of a at hybrid Look at of everything. And I hate using like, you know, $10 words. It's like, that's that more than that. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> but you know, it, it's like this Everybody hybrid of all of these. Do it. Try it. Whatever it is that you have in your mind, try it. I like to believe that God created us to be creative beings. So start creating like our creator. Yeah. I, I made a vlog about this the other day. I was watching this guy's video. It was incredible. It's like a short film kind of a thing. And all of a sudden I'm like crying at the end of it. I'm like, what just happened in yeah. here? And I realized I'm like, you know, well, how come I can't make this well? How come I can't make things that make people have these types of emotions, which I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm just throwing this out there in the universe. I'm like, yeah. And, uh, and I was like, oh, wait, 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 no, no, no. It's not that he's any better. He is good. It's that he's free to create. He's right. free to just throw it out there and try. And I think we're actually going through an iteration of this whole um, thing that we're talking about. You know, do we do it in front of the the books and the traditional talking headway? Or then there's nothing against that. If that's your strength, go for it. Or do we do it in a, in a vlog style? We're going through that. You and I, literally, I, I heard it in your last vlog yesterday, yep. of does a vlog have to have a point <laughs> right you know it, and it's it's like the tradition well the new traditional thinking because we hit a we had a place where people were just filming their lunch or a, the coffee sequence and there was no point to the story so all of a sudden uh the people who were standing out were people like casey neistat who were who were saying there's got to be stories got to be intention but it worked for Casey and it didn't work for people like Cody Warner, which we've kind of brought up here recently, even though he's right. back in the game where when Cody shifted over to every story has to have a point and a motivational sequence to it. Yeah. For me, he kind of lost something. Yep. And so it's, it, we're redefining and rediscovering yet again. Do you sit in front of the books? Does it even matter? I think you have to make all of that to find out where your zone and where your lane is. Yeah. I've got a theory on that, by the way, we'll talk about later as, as, as to which way to go, but well, and I'm going to make you find out. I will add this little thought because you're going to be seeing this in some of my vlogs as it comes out. I've had a shift in my thinking. I do believe it needs a story. I don't think that we need to be just having, you know, coffee and lunch. And I went to the gas station and, and that was it. And that's all there is. I think there needs to be something to that. However, I don't necessarily think that each vlog video that we make has to have a three act narrative to it. When I could look at the vlog as a whole right. being the story, and that means we have all of these different sentences inside different chapters inside this yep. one big story. Yep. And so it's just a vlog, video log entry into the greater story. And that's where I've had this shift in thinking just recently where it's like, no, I'm just going to make stuff and I'm not going to sweat right. it. I'm not going to worry about uh, whether or not it works. Um, I I've been binge watching Casey Neistat and his old vlogs. I think I'm like pandemic hit. And I was like, I'm, I, I can't go outside. Um, what am I going to do? I'm going back to Casey's old vlogs. and I'm going to make sure I've watched every single one of them. And so I think I'm on episode 280 something now wow um, of his of his daily vlogs that he was doing and Jen's reminding me remember what Casey said last night which is the prophet Casey Neistat said yeah yeah the, the great prophet Casey Neistat once said 
that good enough is better than perfect. <laughs> it's just like, and many people no, have said that. I couldn't agree with you more, man. There, it's a both and, and I think we get caught up in all of that. But if we can make a three act every now and again, if there could be a point to the story, you might make sense to somebody who's stopping by the channel. But the people who have already heard the three act or are already involved in the story, like you can make lunch and coffee or whatever it was that you did the other day. I thought y'all went and picked up an SD card. Right. I mean, that's a story in itself. I was totally enmeshed in it. And I was like, yeah. this is the greatest. Let's do one of these every day, <laughs> every day. Not to put any pressure on you, but make one of those every day for me. Yeah. I am and, thoroughly entertained. And the crazy part about that is when I did that and I get back and I start editing, I was like, wow, this was actually a pretty easy edit because I wasn't focused on trying to record Come the up edit. With the it was story just... and yep, yep, yep. And, What's the and next line where like, I leave off? Yep. And I was just like, if this works, it works. And if not, I'm just going to scrap the footage and I'm not going to care. And I'll end it wherever it's at. And I'm not worrying about time and I'm not worrying about... I just gave myself the freedom of just saying, just make something. And when I did that, I was like, wow, if I continue this, I could actually continue this. Like I can cool make part, more of these. Exactly. The, the cool part about vlogging or that recorded format in the middle, especially as ministers, is that we can we can have a thought or we can have a continuation to our sermon and walk that out throughout the week and explaining that over again. You don't have to hop on a live stream and give it like straight down the pipe. You can illustrate that out five, six different times if yeah. you wanted to. You can go daily and just keep on walking that point out as you right. go about life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, I think, I think the thing is for us to just stop overthinking things. No, oh, man. Hey, we get, get out of here. So caught get up out of my in psychosis, our head okay? <laughs> that we don't actually make anything. And that's the thing. It's like you think about just Christianity in general. God said go into all the world. He didn't say I want you to sit down and plan and strategize for 6 months on how to step get outside out your front door. Of here. <laughs> he oh. just said go. And so that was like the other day I'm sitting here and I'm like I just created this brand new channel with the intention of encouraging others to make more content. And here I am, and I haven't been making any content. This is ridiculous. I need to make a vlog about not making vlogs. <laughs> it's just grab the camera. And you know what? Some of my lighting was off and some of the white balance was off and the focus was going in and out weird things because I wasn't well lit. Yeah, you were and not inspiring confidence in Sony. I was like, wait a minute. And then minute, I forgot minute, to take my ND filter off when I walked into Best Buy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And all of a sudden, it's like, I just, and I get back and I was like, man, I should re-record that or yeah. just hit publish. Yeah. <laughs> so I just put it out. And then I can that's walk out that journey of just, that's hey, you trick. know what I forgot that's to do? That's the trick. I, I got I to stop you, right? That's the trick about you and Casey, though. Um in any any vlogging scenario, anybody who knows what's going on, it looks as if we're just walking around pointing the camera. But there are certain times when, especially in Casey's newer vlog, yeah. you're like, how many times did you shoot that? Right. Because there's a drone floating over over Dude. the restaurant, the last one. That was amazing. And then he's, yeah. <laughs> over the wire, too. Did you see that? Yeah, that was like, amazing. And I'm like, must have drone. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I mean, just like even the opening and shutting of doors, the pulling up of cars, it's like you had to set up. Just think about this. You had to set up the tripod. You had to drive away onto a busy street. You left your camera there in L.A. or wherever he's from, yeah. drove down the road, turned around, came back over and pulled up in front. Of, yep. Banking on that still being there. Good night. Yep. Anyway, all of that to say I can see the 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 fly by the seat of your pants that you must feel when you're walking into a Best Buy going, <laughs> I hope I'm exposed correctly. Yeah. And it was, anyway, and, just, and then the worst part about that is I had already recorded this video on the ND filter and I was just telling myself in my head, my Sony will do all of the hard work. All I need to do is filter on outside, filter off inside. <laughs> That's the only thing I had to remember. What do you have it set to? Auto white balance, auto ISO? Auto. Oh my goodness. Uh, if I'm Every, just walking and vlogging, I don't want to have to do too much. Uh, auto. Gross. Gross. Auto. Did you guys feel that? Oh, oh, we went to auto. the swamp. That's dirty. Yeah, that, that's what you say. You're going to see in the next vlog that's dropping, which should be, I think tomorrow is when that drops. You'll actually see me going through the process of off on, off on. This is what it does. Let the camera do the job. <laughs> You know, it's, it's again, this is all going back and to try to wrap this up. This is about having the right tool for the right job. So when you're thinking about what video format should you use? Should it be live streaming? Should it be vlogging? Should it be podcasting? Look at those video mediums as a tool to deliver the message that God has placed yep. on your heart and which tool will get the job done the right way, the way that God wants you to get it done. And so, and, and I would add, look for a little bit of favor in there. Uh, Diana Gladney in the house today, I believe. Mm -hmm. Favor like crazy with with sponsors, with subscribers, with videos that are coming out, with some of her Instagram stuff. It's like, okay, well, she kind of knows where her niche is because, yes, she's good at it, but where's the response? Like, where's that favor coming in? Where's that yeah. little kiss from the Lord? Yep. Yeah, and, and that's the other thing. Also realizing that, I mean, anybody that's got their faith in Christ knows this that God just has a way of putting us in those situations and talking about those things that we really don't want to talk about. <laughs> and a lot of that is because he puts us in a place of being solely dependent on him and yeah. his leading, his guidance, his strength, his wisdom, his understanding rather yeah. than in our own, which is probably why God had Diana doing so many videos on the Canon M50. That's hilarious. <laughs> Anyway, hey, let's get a couple of these comments and yeah, we'll wrap this thing up. Um, let's see here. Diana said, I would say for a church, where are your current people at and where are the people your church is designed to reach specifically? Go there, then utilize student ministry for vlogs and share the work. I like yeah. that idea. It's a good idea. Yeah, I it's think really that's good. a great idea. Um, thinking out loud with PJ saying this helps answer... What kind of content we should be making? I am glad to hear that. That's kind of why we wanted to do this. Um, it, because obviously Jared and I just love talking to each other. And we figure, hey, if we're already talking to each other, why not just share our conversations with the rest of y'all so you can benefit? Um, she said, or saying, what is it? I'm more comfortable with talking head podcasting um, and, and yeah. starting to lean into that more. Though yeah, I enjoy vlogging it. as well. Yeah, yeah. I just absolutely love that so there's a little caveat here we're, we're talking about specifics we're talking for people who are drilling in and going deeper but if like what joshua said if you're just like 
if if you're testing it out, test it out everywhere. You're yeah. not going to have a bad investment. You know, the word of God's not going to return void. Go in right. there, sew in. Yep, absolutely. Yep, yep, yep. Um, was Jared talking about Diana's bookshelves? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's different. Yes, and you know why that's different? Diana actually loves books. Loves books. Diana loves books so much. I mean, Diana's love for books is, it probably rivals her love for white chocolate. Oh. And it would be like (laughs) my love for coffee. And it's just like, mm. so it works for Diana to have bookshelves behind her. I love professional wrestling, which is why WWE Funko pops up on the back works for me, but it does not work for what do you got? I got planes. I got my C-130 right here, and I got my my camera equipment. Boop, 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 boop. And see, that's the thing. It's like the the background, the aesthetic, the the visuals that you have, it should be kind of a reflection or of your personality, maybe just a, an enhancement of your personality. It should help speak to that of who you are. Me sitting in front of a bookshelf of books, I don't read. My books are consumed in audio format. That's it. The only book that I read is the Bible. And half the time I'm only reading it on a Sunday morning because the rest of it is I'm listening to it. Yeah. 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 That's just how I consume it. That's, that's what I do. So it's either if I'm not studying it, I'm listening to it. I'm not reading it. It's just, I, I don't do that. So for me to be sitting there in front of a bookshelf full of books is pain and suffering. Um, (laughs) so uh, she's saying, glad you all are covering vlogs, considering my vlogging lens came in yesterday and Jared's yes. vlog lens came in or is coming in today. And today. Diana, I might know something that you don't know. Um, hey. <laughs> so thinking out loud saying you hit it. Uh, it is possible to do a little bit of everything, but what most clearly, whatever most clearly gets the message out there. Yes, absolutely. 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 And Diana's going to do a brand new series on the Canon M50. That's that's what I interpret from this. The the new series is going to be called If You Want Any More on the Canon M50, start watching my old videos. I'm not doing it again. Um, oh, man. Anyhow. I'm sorry, Diana. <laughs> that's what we got for you guys. Hey, so glad that you guys joined us for this conversation. If you found this helpful, if you enjoyed it, make sure to give it a little thumbs up. Uh, share it with those people that you think could benefit from it as well. Make sure you check out Jared over on his platform of choice, which is Instagram at Bite of Brownie Productions. You can find me at either Instagram or on Twitter. Those are my two favorite ones at Joshua Verwers. Don't forget to check out our channels on YouTube. And uh, yeah, you know it. Say it. Say it. Until next week. Stay blessed and enjoy God's best.